and welcome to the Happier Marriage Podcast. A podcast for spouses longing to have a happier marriage so they can feel more connected, desired and supported. Now, to start the show, here is your host, and Sherpa, licensed marriage and family therapist and certified relationship coach, Kingsley Grant. Thanks for joining me on this show. This is episode 22, and today we'll be unpacking this topic. Meet these three needs of your wife and have a happier marriage. Let me say this. You might be triggered by some of what I share, but remember that this is one of the purposes of this show. That is to stir things up and then take you in for a safe landing. So if you are triggered by something and you may not agree or in, in, in that moment, then just hang in there because we'll end up landing this plane safely. This show is brought to you by kingsagrant.com. Our hope is that you will be challenged, inspired, and encouraged in this episode as in every other episode. So stay tuned. So the big question is this. How is it possible that you have a happier marriage when you feel like you've tried everything? Your spouse isn't making an effort. You're exhausted. You feel like giving up. Or there's so much hurt that's taken place between you and your spouse. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of Happier Marriage World? I hope you're ready for another round of the Happier Marriage Podcast. Today, we're talking about three needs that a wife wants her husband to meet, and when he does, she'll make sure he has a happier marriage. Now, again, as I mentioned before, you may, you may or may not agree with what I have to say, but you can always share your thoughts through a comment or an email on what your feelings are about this episode. But make sure whatever you do, stick around to the end because I have a special gift for you. Thanks for joining me on this episode. As you've already heard, we are talking about the three needs that your wife wants you to meet. And when you do, you'll have what you've always wanted, a happier marriage. Having counseled and coached hundreds of couples over the past several years as a licensed marriage and family therapist and certified relationship coach, and from what I've experienced as a husband of more than three decades, I'm able to talk about this topic in confidence. Now, what are the three needs that your wife wants you you to meet for her? Now, As I mentioned before, these three needs I have also experienced and seen in my own relationship, my marriage. Now, these are not in any particular order, but you will see as I list them that you can place them wherever, however you want to place them, but they need to be met if you want your wife to basically create an environment for you to have a happier marriage. That's what you you really want, isn't it so? And, And sometimes we 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 wonder why is it that we are not having a happier marriage and we look for things outside of what we can do right? as as husbands, what we can do to somehow create that environment for a happier marriage. Sometimes we, we tend to look to the other person, right? We put point of fingers and we'd say, the reason why we're not having a happier marriage is because X, Y, Z. And normally the X, Y, Z is, Blaming our spouse, 
blaming our wife or blaming our husband. And now let me just say this. There are times that I believe that the blame needs to be placed at that person's feet because they are doing things and behaving in a, in a manner where it's very challenging, almost impossible to have a happier marriage when they are continuing to behave in a counterproductive way, in a way that truly sucks the energy, the oxygen from the relationship. And no matter how hard you try, no matter what you do, it's not about a matter of not trying, but try as you may, he or she is not reciprocating so that you can have the marriage you're looking for. And in this case, I find a lot of husbands, right? A lot of husbands, and I've spoken to a lot of husbands, are having a hard time with understanding this concept or the three needs that his wife wants from him to meet. But sometimes, especially if he feels that she is, again, like, you know, maybe have rejected him when he tried to approach her, and namely for sex, for example, and because that's one of the main needs for husbands, right? Above others, I mean, among others, but this is a, a top need is to have that sexual needs met. Now, a wife also, I'm sure she does have it too, because I read something recently where a wife, you know, women, some wives, they have their sexual needs is on top of the list as well. That is not normally for how it is for most women. Most wives, they want other needs to be met first, and that leads almost organically and naturally into the sexual um, satisfaction aspect of the relationship, right? What comes first? But I find sometimes as husband, we will hold out in, in offering our wives these, these meeting these needs for her because we feel like she's holding out or she's doing something, you know, uh, if I'm upset with my wife, do I want to then meet these needs? Well, my friend, listen, that's where I find it's so counterintuitive to understand that when you are focused and be intentional in meeting these needs of your wife, then what happens is it, it in itself, in its, in itself creates that flow, you know, the, the, the flow of energy that needs to happen where what you're looking for tends to become, like I mentioned earlier, of a natural, um, natural kind of outcome results, right? So here are the three needs that I believe that when you're able to meet them, you will have a happier marriage. Now, the first one I have listed here is she needs to feel heard. Your wife needs to feel heard. I cannot tell you the amount of wives I've spoken to who, when they're presenting themselves in for, for counseling and they've come in and said, here, you know, here's my biggest problem. And one of the biggest problems, right? I would say next to communication as a problem they've listed is they felt like devalued or unheard, that their, their husband is not hearing them, not listening to them. They will talk about how it's almost like they've lost, they don't have a voice. And, and some husbands are that way. It depends. Uh, again, it's also culturally kind of um, culturally um, manif not manufactured, but you can see that in, in a cultural makeup where some cultures when the male is a dominant, you know, the male dominant society, sometimes the wives in those society, in those cultures don't have a voice. She is not to be heard. She's to be seen, but not be heard. And, and that's how they've, they've known it. So they may not know anything else. And that's, I can see that. And who am I to say what's right or wrong for any particular culture? 
every culture decides for itself. But in general, in, gen in general, I find that women on a whole, and this is universal, right? Even though they may have to submit and comply with an, a cultural dictate uh, directives, but they have a, an inner need because God created them that way. God created a woman to basically um, to be a support for her husband, but also feel a part that she is valued, right? Because if you listen to my episode number 21, I talk about what um, a man needs from a, a wife that wants a particular thing. And I talk about how God created that and why that was so. And if you haven't listened to episode 21, you may want to go back and listen to that to have context to what I'm saying. But I think that she, she wants to feel her because it's not just about what she has to say, right? Because I think what's associated to what she has to say is that when when that's ignored, when that's not happening, she feels like you're ignoring not just her words, but her heart. Her heart. And every wife wants her heart to be managed carefully, to be managed delicately, to be managed in a way as if it's important and it's a valuable entity per se, if I can use that word entity around a heart, right? Because she, her words are important or she would not be saying them as it's true about her husband as well. But I'm speaking about what your wife needs, right? She needs to know that her words matter because if her words doesn't matter to you, she's going to wonder if her heart really matters to you as well. And I know it's kind of hard sometimes for us as men to kind of, you know, grasp that concept and fully agree with that because again, we're not wired that way. We can compartmentalize so many so many things. Not so for a woman. She doesn't compartmentalize as we do or as well as we do. Let's put it that way. Some women can compartmentalize, but I find that most women, most wives are not in this. They're not compartmentalizing. Everything kind of ties into, into to, to one. It's like someone mentioned about, think of if um, spaghetti, wet spaghetti, right? Everything is kind of combined and, and stick to, uh, they're stuck to each other because it's all intertwined. And so for her, her words are intertwined with her heart, her heart. So to ignore to her words and not listen, not pay attention, not take it for serious, then you're dismissing and ignoring her heart. You know, I just recently, I had a, a, a client I was working with, of course, is a, a, a female, a woman of the, of the relationship. And, and she, one of her big thing is she felt like her, her partner, is not respecting her wishes. She, her, her words don't matter. And, and, and she feels like, well, if that doesn't, her thing was, if that doesn't matter to him, then what else matters? Because I tried to speak to him in so many different ways and he just ignores or dismisses. And it hurts her actually to the point where she said, I don't even want to be in this relationship anymore. I, I don't even feel like I want to be with him anymore. And of course, there are other issues that are, are at play, but this is a bigger for her, right? So when you as a husband, when we are as husbands can um, meet this need, right? The need to feel heard, right? And understood. So I would also put that there to feel heard and understood. So the, the, when I said heard earlier, it implied understood as well, right? Not just to be heard, but to be, uh, to be understood. And if you're understanding her, you got to show it in your action. It's not like, I, oh, I get it. I get it. I, I, I see that many times. I get it. I understand. You don't have to say it anymore. Why? See, that's the kind of behavior sometimes when a wife hears that, she shuts down because 
Why even bother? Why even bother when he's going to act that way? Now, I know sometimes it may be an irritation. She might be irritating him and he's acting that way. And of course, there's always situational things and and I, I, I get it. So I'm just speaking broadly here, right? But she needs to be to feel heard and understood. And I would strongly suggest and urge you to work hard at making certain that this is the case. Now, let's, uh, I may add this one piece before I move to number two. And that is make sure that feeling heard and understood, that what defines that, how that looks, she needs to provide that to you. Allow her, ask her, become curious, inquire. What would that look like? And let her provide that to you so you can do as it is outlined so she knows um, that she's being feel, felt heard and understood. The second thing that I have on the list here, she needs to feel protected. This is a very high priority for, for wives. They want to know that you're protecting them, not just physically. Yes, physically, right? Because you're the protector of the house. God created you that to be that person that protects your family. That would stand in the front and take a bullet for your family if you have to. But to not only protect for them uh, uh, physically, as important as that is for your wife, right? But she wants to know that you're protecting her emotionally, her heart, right? Because when she feels that her heart is safe with you, then everything else can be safe. But when that cannot happen or is not happening, it's hard for anything or everything else to, to truly be, be safe with her. And you're going to see the behavior that shows that something is is amiss, right? She's, she, she doesn't feel safe. It's hard for her then to provide for you a happier marriage as much as she wants to. As much as she wants to, something prevents and gets in the way and what it is, her heart, right? Because, yes, you may um, be upset about certain things with her but and what she does. But she must feel no matter what happens, no matter what the situation is, that you're going to protect her heart. You're going to protect her against all others. That's the vow you make, right? You protect her against all others, right? It's just you and her against the world, basically, if you want to put it that way, metaphorically. But she needs to know that when it comes to your your family and her family, your friends and her friends and, and everybody else, that she's protected. She's not thrown under the bus. She, she's not treated in a way as if she's less than. She's supported, especially publicly. Of course, of course, privately as well, but especially publicly that you're supporting her, you're protecting her, you're protecting her, her character. You're protecting her as a person. You're protecting her, uh, her integrity, right? You're not throwing her under the bus. You're not calling her names. You're not acting in a way as if she's stupid and you're so smart. That's not protection, right? And, and, and so, and she knows she has shortcomings like you do and I do, right? We all have shortcomings and, and who doesn't? But even in spite of the shortcomings that she may have, like I think it's true about her as well to you, that regardless of your flaws and your failures, uh, your weaknesses, your shortcomings, it's still not a reason to not protect and be kind you know, I, 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 it just, when it grates at me when I hear a wife would say to me how her husband will call her names. I mean, names that I won't even repeat here. I, I listen to it because I'm not in judgmental mode, judgment mode. 
I'm there to help them. So I listen and I, I cringe sometimes to hear her say, and you call me in tears flowing from her eyes and you call me this and that. And she's listening what he calls her. And I would say, hey, I said, wait up, well, hold up a minute. I said, did you call her? She's now, did you call her those names? Sometimes he will say, I, you know, I don't remember. No, not remembering doesn't mean it didn't happen, right? <laughs> Number one. But he'll he'll um, kind of um, uh, play the the uh, selective memory game and and would make her seem like she's crazy or and all that will happen sometimes. But at times I have husband will say, yes, I call her that because, and he will also fill in the fact that she called him names. And, and I'm saying, okay, this name calling thing, we have to now find a way to resolve that because you know, yes, you're, you're complaining that he's calling you those names, but did you also call him names? If you call him names as well, you have removed your, your, you know, uh, I would say moral authority to even point a finger at him, right? But let's say that she's not doing those things. Well, are you protecting her, protecting her heart, protecting her physically, protecting her emotionally, protecting her spiritually? That's also a big one that she needs to be protected spiritually because, um, you know, and I don't want to get too much into this, but the Bible speaks about Eve being the one that was deceived by Satan. And so because Adam didn't protect her as he should, he didn't protect her by standing there. He allowed Satan to have a conversation with his wife. And we could get off into all that tangent. I don't want to get off in that tangent just to mention that. But he didn't protect her, right? So she needs to be protected spiritually from forces that you know could easily manipulate and find a way to weave itself into her life. And so that is a part of your duty as well, to protect your home as as priest, as king, as husband, as a warrior, a defender of your, your wife. She needs to know you're defending her, uh, her integrity, her character, her physical being, her mental, emotional, spiritual um, being. That is what she needs from you. That So I mentioned, number one, she needs you to, to feel heard and understood. Number two, needs to feel protected. And the third one we're going to talk about is she needs to feel that she is the number one priority in your life, right? She needs to feel like she's number one priority in your life. And how do you do that? What does it look like? Now, this might sometimes be um, when, when she's, feel, she's feeling heard and understood, she could also, from that, kind of um, it's implied and she could um, extract that you're making her a number one priority when you're actually listening and making her feel heard and understood. But it's a little bit more than that, though, when it talks about feeling that she is your number one priority, right? She needs to know that when something comes up and you have to make a decision between her and that thing, she will be there. Um, you make a decision for her, right? Now, I know this could have some, you know, um, I know, for example, for me and my experience in my own marriage, I could say to you, there's a, a number of times that I've been guilty of not making my wife feel like she is a priority. And, and sometimes it's not because I'm intentionally not doing that. It's not because I'm ill-willed Ill and wanting to do something that is um, that really says she is not. But at times I get so caught up in what I'm doing. I get so caught up in my work. I get so caught up in my passion. I get so caught up in 
and just something that my hobbies, whatever it might be. And, and that may be true as you, as a husband, you get so caught up and, and in your mind, you're doing these things for the family, for her, long hours, seven days a week, not available. And you would, you get upset because she's trying to get your attention and she feels like she's not a priority. Everything else is and everybody else is. But in your mind, it's like, yeah, but I'm doing this for you. I'm working my butt off. I'm doing all these long hours, long days because of you. I'm doing it for you. So in his mind, in, in your mind as a husband, you, you think that you are basically justified um, to not be present at times because, again, it's for her, right? But that's not how she thinks. That's not how she thinks. She wants to make certain that she is not put aside and somehow make as a second an option, you know, a second choice, right? She wants to be prioritized. And so when she's not feeling prioritized, then she doesn't feel as if you truly love her and, and, and you want her around. She feels that you are trying to push her to the side and you put everything else front and center. Again, your hobbies, your pursuit of your dream, right? It could be your, you know, I, I, I know a, um, a couple who, uh, whose husband, I mean, he is a workaholic, right? But you talk to him about anything that would interfere with that. And he gets upset because he, he takes that the wrong way as if she doesn't want him to, to be working and providing for his family when he is in his mind, well-intended, right? Or he has a something he's working on, a project, and he wants to get finished. And he feels like she wants him to give that up and not do it. And uh, he will, sometimes he will do it, but he'll do it with a with resentment. And then his attitude shows that he didn't really want to not do what he's supposed to be doing and making her a priority. And so when he now have time with her, she doesn't feel like a priority again because she says, you know, she would have said to him, you know what, go back, go go and work. Go and do what you have to do and just, you know, it's okay. It's okay, right? Why? Because she doesn't feel like he is doing it from a place of good intention, well-intentioned, which he, which he is not. And so your wife needs to feel as if you really want to. It's not that you're forced to, not that you are commanded to, right? But it's that you really want to. And and there are many ways to to, to signal and send that message to her that you truly want to make her a priority. And, and she should see and hear that. Um, now, I, I know sometimes some wives can be very over-demanding and, and just ne there's never enough, right? Some wives, no matter what he does, it's like it's not enough. And, and so she feels as if if he doesn't do it 24-7 and the way she wants it and you know, there's going to be a compromise. There's got to be room for negotiation. It just can't be the way, you know, and I get it. So some husband feel as if, I don't know what else to do. I, I, I've i given her everything I th thought she would appreciate when I try to make her a priority. But sometimes, again, he, you as a husband, you're, you're just um, assuming that this is what she's asking for, she's looking for, and you give her what you think she needs. 
but you already haven't checked in to make sure that's what she really is asking for. But here on the flip side, I would say sometimes as a wife, even though I'm speaking to husbands on this episode, I would suggest that you find a way to negotiate a place where he is not feeling as exasperated because you're frustrating him and uh, and just like no matter what he does. And when he does it, you do not show appreciation or acknowledge that. That's not also helpful to help him to want to do more. So there has to be a balance. But I would just say, as I'm speaking to husband, you need to make her a priority. You need to find a way that she feels when you do that, it's a priority, right? So you need to find it from her. If I made you a priority, how would that look? What would I need to do? And help and let her help you define what that looks like. And then you go from there, right? So these three needs, I believe that if you're able to meet in your wife, you will have a happier marriage. So need number one is to be to feel heard and understood. Need number two, to feel protected, right? Emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, right? All those areas need to be what I'm talking about when I mention protection. And number three, she needs to feel like you're, she's your number one priority, right? She's not a second thought. She's not an option, second option. She is a priority. I believe when you're able to truly meet those needs of hers, you will have a happier marriage. Now, I would love to hear from you, your thoughts. Maybe you're saying, Kingsley, I've done all those things. It's never enough. Well, I'd love to hear from you. You can always comment um, if you're listening to this and on any platform as you can comment there, or you can also send us an email, right? I'd love to hear your thoughts and your feelings. And I want you to listen to the, the um, you listen to the way how you could communicate this with us as um, we close things out today, right? So listen to the announcer who will tell you how to make contact with us, how to um, make a comment if you have to, how to reach us. But also, most importantly, I think for you, is how you can have a special gift, special offer that I have for you just because you've listened to the end. So, So stay tuned, listen to the announcer, and hear how you may go about doing that. We've come to the end of another exciting show. And if you enjoyed this podcast, one, make sure you give this show a rating and review. Two, subscribe to the show to get all new releases. And three, get your complimentary copy of the Five Secrets to a Happier Marriage ebook at kingsleygrant.com slash HMS ebook. Again, it's kingsleygrant.com slash HMS ebook. See the link in the show notes. Do it today. Don't delay. Thanks so much for listening and make sure you tell one other spouse about this show or better yet, share it with them. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face toward you and give you his peace both now and forever.